this is getting to the point now where Bitcoin is becoming less of a volatile asset due to the fact that it's been around much longer. There is more players involved, like as as the market I want to say volume participants, the market participants increases, it starts to stabilize a little bit more. Yeah. Because when you have very few people in the market, any major players or any people who, who are willing to get into it will drastically affect how, how price action moves. But being the fact now that there's a lot of participants or more participants than there were before, to a degree, volatility will start to like settle down. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Is that something we expected? We'll, we'll see what it is in the, in the future. We don't mm. know right now. Yeah. There are, I also saw comments of people saying like Satoshi wouldn't want this for Bitcoin to be a governmently an ETF essentially. Go go. Welcome back, everybody. To another week of your favorite crypto podcast sometimes crypto the unscripted crypto podcast hey yo hey yo hey yo it's, it's another one we're feeling happy it's another beautiful week i don't know about beautiful it's been a little rainy you, you know what? and it's been cold everywhere else like snowing oh florida's been saved absolutely saved Dude, do you, have you seen the map where it just goes around like everything else like freezing yeah. over and we're just like burning up yeah i had a friend send me a video uh up up north and he just drifting a truck in the snow. That's lit. I was like, that goes hard. That reminds me, my friend one time drifted his truck mm -hmm. in a fat puddle. Oh yeah, of water, like <laughs> just like a foot of water. Mm -hmm. The car shut off. Oh, and he had to like play around with it to like turn the truck back on. Oh wow, that's <clears> that sucks. It was fun. Well, or like I'm not getting down to push. I'm not getting my feet wet. <laughs> You're like, it's not happening. <laughs> It's been a very active week. A lot of stuff has happened since the ETF has been approved. The Bitcoin ETF has been approved. Grace was just dumping our prices, man. Grace. All you losers not holding on to your GBTC. Grayscale is a, one of the big players, no? Holding Bitcoin for a long time. They're actually one of the reasons, one of the biggest like outflows of crypto this this That's why I just this week. This guy. So uh, in the millions, $579 million. Taking my dollars. I'm just adding. I'm not taking it. With We're taking my thunder, bro. How much did you say? Five hundred seventy. Yeah, you're right about that number. I'm offended. Why? I'm offended now. Excuse <laughs> me. Like, I mean, yeah, would I be wrong? Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not offended. I I love it when you just fact check me because I need to be held to higher standards always. Relax, buddy. This guy. Just because you give numbers sometimes are a little off. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> It's like sometimes my numbers just are a little bit, a little bit not as accurate as I think they are. William just has very good like resource intelligence in terms of finding finding numbers. No, sometimes these numbers look sketchy to me too. He's a number. He's like no. Sometimes like the amount of inflows uh, going into crypto assets this this week, off the charts, completely off the charts. So like I've mentioned it before, like there's this a uh, weekly crypto asset flow. Uh, post I check uh, way back when there was a few weeks of just constant like outflows and a couple weeks of constant inflows this last so week what did that chart say? it skyrocketed in or out? in what about out? in out was very few a lot of in came into the United States uh, Europe had some some outflows um, and most most of the inflows were in Bitcoin not surprised a total of like one 
1.1 billion dollars worth of worth of dollars got pumped into bitcoin except for what came out of grayscale except for what came out of grayscale which is a metric f ton mm-hmm. i was trying not to curse yeah yeah of course so just to say this though from these numbers i'm looking at some of the etfs have not been performing no man i don't i don't think they would be like out of the 11 yeah bitcoin's down since the what? ETF. what's it at Bitcoin's at 43,000. 43? Yeah, it's down. Yeah, yeah it's down. Yeah. It was at 15,000. But yeah, it's down. <laughs> was it 15,000? You sound like one of those people, <laughs> man. Guy. Get out of here. Because <laughs> you haven't been around this market it's where like, you know Bitcoin goes up like a rocket and then it doesn't do a 20 yeah, to 30% I'm just, dip. I'm just talking about short-term, William. Short-term. Oh, because we haven't seen a 12% dip for, for just shit, for, you know, for shits and giggles. <laughs> like, that's not a thing we don't see, like, in the market. Like, that is true. Day. We do see that. You got to have some big... Uh, uh, gonads to to be in the crypto market. Plus, if you really want to talk about it, I think it's a lot less than what I th- you anticipated. I don't think I've ever said the word gonads. Not out loud. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, man. The and I'm incising like what what an ETF is getting the most inflow. Okay. Not total. because uh, volume, volume has to be moving. Yeah. Let's so see. total volume. From this chart I'm looking at, mm-hmm. from Bitcoin Archive at on Twitter, is total volume day three is nine billion. Jeez. Now, if you take out grayscale, it's four and a half billion. Four and a half. Yeah. Okay. Because a lot of there's a lot of exiting. Not moving within grayscale itself, mm-hmm. but just like they're not where they're going, it's very like a lot of people are going either to BlackRock and like Fidelity, which I found interesting. BlackRock and Fidelity, yeah, are the main ones. Are the ones producing volume? The heck blowing up my phone not producing volume just like the most inflow they're getting like they're getting more inflow compared to the rest mm. and the iShares Bitcoin Trust but I think that's Black Rocks Black Rocks so were they a success Who the ETF the Bitcoin ETFs why wouldn't it be <laughs> why would why wouldn't it because I heard down Twitter I was like I heard everyone saying it's not a successful launch mm-hmm. why because there wasn't more inflow than outflow. Mm-hmm. How much inflow do you expect on a Thursday? Right. Uh, on a thing that just came out. Mm-hmm. Respectively yeah. to when you can buy this asset on exchanges. Yeah, a lot of people are not aware of the... Yeah, people are more aware of the fact that you could buy the asset on exchanges and like on on just any platform versus the the actual ETF. Yeah. Like there's going to be like the next couple of weeks, there's going to be a sprinkling out of grayscale. Mm-hmm. People either taking profits because they've had their money locked up for God knows how long, especially depending on when they entered. Absolutely. And um, then once that settles, you'll see that inflow just slowly build once. Yeah. Other marketing teams just start getting, start calling their salespeople. Yeah. So um, there's uh, this publisher, uh, not data analytics company called mm-hmm. CryptoQuant that actually just predicted a a drop down in price for Bitcoin following the ETF. Everyone did. Yeah, due to the fact that it was a sell the news event. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a sell the news event? No, people did that. 
Yeah, people did that. It wasn't that though. No, no, but on top of the, uh, the that's one of the things that that. I don't think it was a news event. It was a seller news event. No. Everyone's saying, "Oh, this is good news, so it's bullish, and just sell it because because of the fact that like, oh, this should be like peak." Why would that be like, peak? Peaked interest. It's like, oh, it, news news got approved. That's sort of like, oh. The idea was the idea was that the money would be pumping into it because oh, people are gonna it, it's gonna it's a bullish event. So if it's a bullish event, money should go up. But since it was a sell the news event, it ended up going down. Why did it go down? Because everyone was expecting for it to be approved. It's like William, the, it was priced in the the ETF was priced in. That's relative. I don't think it was selling news event. Okay, there was. F- half two billion dollars worth of outflow or a billion dollars worth of outflow almost mm-hmm. from grayscale itself it's an i'm not saying that okay i'm not saying that it didn't i'm saying that played a big role in i'm it saying also. there's more and of that, that. Go, and that oh a hundred percent i was i didn't finish i wasn't getting i didn't even get to where i was trying to get to i said aside from it being a sell the news event and then you said oh no it's not a sell the news event aside from that it was also that the fact that grayscale has a lot i think of it's people. more that than, than the sell news event oh, no, that's what i was getting at yeah this, you just said what it was okay, William. Just because I'm saying that it, it is a seller news event does not exclude the fact that other things are playing in, playing a part of it. You jumped the gun. You jumped the gun. It's okay. You're just saying that one first. When I'm saying it's not that first, I'm saying it's the other thing. A bigger- oh no 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 no! I wasn't saying that this is like that the seller news event was like the major player of this. But if you say it first, it sounds like you're saying that first. Aside from it being a seller news event, there was also the fact, the major fact that. Grayscale has a lot of people that are trying to exit. Like you said, like we mentioned. Also, the reason I say it's not a news event, because people holding for long term are still holding for long term. Correct. The person who chose it to do a trade and make whatever they made, great. When Bitcoin's at a million dollars, we'll talk later. What do you mean? When Bitcoin's at a million dollars, we'll talk later. For the people who decide to hold. Sell. Oh, sell. Oh, yeah. They, they, okay, but like, that's why it's a sell the news event, William. Because they're expecting it, once this bullish news comes up, for an inflow of money. Because, oh, this is good news. So this asset class just got approved by the SEC. People are going to start pumping it. And as it pumped, sell it to take profit. That's why that's like the trade there. But since everyone was playing that same trade, it's called it's game theory, essentially. The price ended up dropping. Because no one was buying because it was a sell the news event. So, yeah, in, in the future when, if they don't buy it back, because the idea is to to get in, to take some profits and get back in at, at a lower price, like what happened with Grayscale, dropping the price, all the people exiting the Grayscale trust fund, to drop to buy in at the lower price once the correction hits. I don't think they're doing that. I think they just want, they want to get out of Grayscale for sure. Oh, no, the, yeah, the Grayscale people just want to get out. Those grayscale people just want to get out of, get out of their trade because they've been in it for a long time. They want yeah. to take their profits. I'm, well, I'm, talking, so, I'm talking about more sort of like the short-term traders. I'm talking about the person trading it for that specific trade of ETF pump. That trade's done. You're going to move on to the next narrative or whatever. I'm saying is the long-term holder is going to hold long-term. Oh, I do not disagree with that. Do like, not, did you sell your Bitcoin? No. Did you sell any of it? No. Could you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. All I right, could, then. That's my argument. <laughs> I'm saying there's more people who I think were led to be a Sony's News event who would have held their Bitcoin if they would have assumed that, like, this is just the beginning. 
Oh, yeah, this is absolutely just the beginning. Yeah, I think I look at Bitcoin too long term for for this. Bitcoin is Bitcoin's a long term. Bitcoin is a long term. I look at it too long term to be like, oh, so unusable. I'm like, I'm not gonna yeah. sell anything yeah. now. You're like, it's not worth it. When I when this is gonna settle mm-hmm. out, there's gonna be a trillion dollars in here. Yeah, I was having a conversation with someone about that, and they're like, which is pretty much the same sentiment. It's like, yeah, selling it at a lower price, assuming or selling it, assuming that it will go down to a lower price, is very risky because you don't know how much it will go down. You don't know. If, if it hits your price target, like Bitcoin is just the, the ultimate, like yeah, but it does do twenty percent correction. No, f- absolutely, it's volatile. Okay, so actually, there's another question that I, that I want to ask. Which is okay. Being being the fact that this is now trading on such a large market, um, that's only nine to five, open nine to five, Mondays to Fridays, excluding holidays. Do you think that this will affect like how money? in the bitcoin network changes not yet not yet but in the future because people first of all everyone wants to say that crypto already moved with the market anyways mm-hmm. yeah there are people who are trying to say that's that. already the argument given is that crypto already moved with the market anyways so it doesn't matter mm-hmm. which also there are they're already saying that with institutional money and they're trading in the trillions of dollars then it would be dictated by that i just assume we're we're not there yet where the holders of like these ETFs don't hold this amount of Bitcoin just yet, like trillions dollars worth of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. They don't have enough to influence the market during. They do because they we saw it this week. Mm-hmm. They just don't have enough to make us move like them yet. Oh, okay, I see. Like try to like drive the narrative and be like. Also, they can't buy when we buy. They can't sell when we sell. Yeah, we we have more flexibility specifically in america like american markets nine to five mm-hmm. we can trade 24 7 24 7 100 so it's irrelevant out at this current stage in my humble opinion that we can move it not saying it won't it can't get dictated at one point once there's a trillion dollars worth of capital going in like during our hours you, you can sure see that and also like the sentiment of if the market is the investments are being more risk averse they might Exit out of those positions, but people are buying in. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like since since these markets are these are pretty big players, and it's now institutional institutionally traded. I was thinking maybe we might in the not currently, but like we will as time progresses, see more and more uh, price um, action be based off of what's going on. Uh, yeah, so this might be the last time you see. Bitcoin do it like it's doubling doubling in price for almost three xing mm-hmm. the way it currently does. Yeah, like three when you're probably see a more steady increase with just more yeah. market sentiment increasing. Yeah, I, I agree. This is getting to the point now where Bitcoin is becoming less of a volatile asset due to the fact that it's been around much longer. Um, there is more players involved. Like as as the market. Uh, I want to say volume participants. The market participants increases, it starts to stabilize a little bit more. Yeah. Because when you have very few people in the market, any major players or any people who, who are willing to get into it will drastically affect how how price action moves. But being the fact now that there's a lot of participants or more participants than there were before, to a degree, volatility will start to like settle down. 
Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Is that something we expected? We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what it is in the in future. We don't mm-hmm. know right now. Yeah. There. I also saw comments of people saying like Satoshi wouldn't want this for Bitcoin to be a governmentally an ETF essentially. Mm-hmm. I think it's irrelevant. As long as as long as the the nodes operating the Bitcoin blockchain are decentralized, and the people, well, yeah, uh, to a degree, like the people who really look into Bitcoin and see how it works, trying to 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 be self custodial and just own their own Bitcoin. As long as that keeps on going, I guess it's a free market. It's, I think that's my thing. It's more. It's that. It's more so. This is still an asset mm-hmm. you can buy yourself, withdraw from exchanges, and hold in a wallet. Mm-hmm. Be your own custodian. So if that continues to grow and you become and Bitcoin too becomes a, I want to buy a house, I'll just pay you in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. That's still a thing. Then at one point or another, it hasn't. Yeah, so, lost its. So yeah, I was thinking about initial it. Thing. Like thinking about it, Satoshi probably doesn't want it fully to be like people having all their Bitcoin on an ETF <clears throat> due to the fact that like it's not self-custodial. They're not the custodians. Yeah. Um, but I feel like right now in the history of the like it can start here the minute they yeah. go oh you can you can you can withdraw it for the asset itself people just be like give me my Bitcoin now once mm-hmm. they yeah I want to like pull I, it I, out I want to pull it out I'll mm-hmm. pay whatever you want me to pay but give me give me the value yeah, of it give, give me the actual asset the actual asset yeah. and, not, and don't give me the cash mm-hmm. it will get there also yeah so wait and see. I just like the, I, the the general public is massively underinformed as to how the technology works yeah. they're not comfortable with it so yeah. there has to be a weight that that makes them more familiar with, with how it is and gives them more like trust and understanding at a very high level like broad information and then as the younger generation who's more adept with technology starts to age they're gonna they're obviously gonna see the flaws at least i think they would see the flaws with etfs and not having your own coin in your own wallet Yeah, at this point you're still not buying the asset itself which is what you would want i i would believe an etf would be for those with retirement accounts who just mm-hmm. want to get exposed to it from that account, which you don't want to get any fees or anything, to, mm-hmm. any payments of that. You just want to buy the asset there, hold it. Once right. you sell it, you can yeah. just buy it on exchange later on. That's what I did. I had stocks in a... In a, in a 401k. Like, yeah, in, a, in an IRA from a 401k. IRA. And I don't, I don't want to be taxed on that money. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. But you yeah. still don't want to be no, taxed but, on it. But absolutely, yeah. I'm like, let me buy the ETF. Mm-hmm. So I'll hold it long enough either way because yeah. I don't want to get through with yeah. draw fees. People, people are starting to see Bitcoin as like the standard for return on investment. Yeah. Also, if you think about it, since they don't give you Bitcoin, but if you have a 401k with a the company, they do, and the 401k offers the ETF. And you're already into crypto. You're like, I have two options. I can miss out on their matching, 3%, whatever percent it is and just invest in myself or I get the matching and get some crypto on the side. Like you mm. only put enough to get what they're matching. Yeah. So if 200 bucks are matching you 3% at the highest or they're doing one-to-one, mm-hmm. you're getting an extra 200 bucks Yeah. doing the same thing that you would be doing. So you're actually making 
Yeah. You're Additional. Just, yeah, you're just upping your salary just a little tiny bit. A little more. And you're still buying the asset you want, the underlying asset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, once they it should are, still technically perform at the same level. Um, it, yes. Uh, with the only drawback being the fact that it's not. It's not, not yours at that point not, in time. It's not custodial. So yeah. there would be two things. You either withdraw for cash when it's the uh, once either you don't get the fees or you've mm-hmm. accumulated enough and you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? It's enough to where let me take it out. Mm-hmm. Or it's the underlying asset. You can withdraw the underlying asset. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on how it unfolds in the future. Um, because once, but, yeah. once you could start pulling it out from the de- exchanges directly, it's a different ball game. Yeah. It's a completely different ball game. Yeah. I also think there's not enough market in just in terms of the ETF world itself to matter where the the world of crypto will still determine this. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have Grayscale that had just so much Bitcoin. That it, yeah, it, there was a ludicrous amount of Bitcoin that they had. There's nothing you can do at that point. Yeah, yeah. Just it's like if the U.S. were to sell its odds Bitcoin and then you have Mt. Gox selling odds Bitcoin at the same time. Yeah, it's just the market's going to crash. It, it's going to crash. It's too, it's, there's too much Liquidity. supply too much, yeah. and not enough demand at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Which for those people trying to just buy more Bitcoin. I wouldn't mind it. You just, you just scoop it up. <laughs> start just, save it. Just start buying Bitcoin. Now. Like those who really like and want to own the asset itself, they're like, we'll buy more. Mm-hmm. Which this goes on to the next narrative, which I still don't like ETH. You the asset like itself. It. Uh, the asset itself. But the ETF. Mm-hmm. It's very likely. Has to be. Oh, no, no, no. It's not likely. <laughs> it's it's it practically confirmed now. It's confirmed. <laughs> it's practically confirmed. Because they have, they're in the same boat as the Bitcoin. Do you know why? The, the, do you, I, don't, I think this is a tweet or a video. One of the two. That Gary Gensler basically said he only approved the... Sorry. It just keeps on. It just hey, keeps man. On. You just, to, we're recording. I'm trying. I'm going to just put on focus mode. Work mode. I'm sorry. It just keeps on buzzing. That Gary Gensler only approved the Bitcoin ETF because they got sued by Grayscale mm-hmm. and because Grayscale won. Since they were told they were being capricious and not as other mm-hmm. lawyer, war- lawyer speak. Yeah. Essentially, it made them have to approve an ETF since Grayscale won its lawsuit. Uh-huh. That's the only reason an ETF was approved. Good job, Grayscale. <laughs> They're like, we need to get our clients out of this also, position. Also, the, the other reason, part of the other reason is because the person who really determines this who has ten trillion dollars? BlackRock mm-hmm. also applied. Yeah, yeah, it's a big, big player, big player. And to no surprise, Elizabeth Warren is still against all this. Man, <laughs> I don't know her personally, but her crypto takes—they're bad. They're not. You're good. terrible. They're—they're they're not good takes. Your crypto, look, what Elon said. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> like Elon said it. Go fuck yourself. Said, yeah. But they're in the same predicament for mm-hmm. the ETH ETF because ETH already has a futures ETF. Now the fut- now ETH might underperform actually because mm-hmm. the futures ETF for ETH underperformed, mm-hmm. while the Bitcoin one didn't. So this one ETH might actually underperform, but that's going to be the next thing. Which I think if you look at the Bitcoin ETH chart, it ETH just skyrocketed. When you say underperform, what do you mean? It had very low volume. Oh, uh, when, like, when it first started trading. When it first, like, still now. It's not okay. trading very high. Because mm-hmm. why would you want ETH mm-hmm. if ETH is such a use case thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's very use case. Very it's not. Heavy. Yeah. It's not a financial asset that you just want to have to, like, hold. For the most part. It's more so, it's more like, so you, you want to. There's, there's a utility. There's a utility. You need it to interact contract. with the chain, yeah. with the Ethereum chain and everything else around it. Correct. 
So that's why. But the other thing is the reason also is because Larry Fink essentially said the next the world's gonna be tokenized. Ethereum is next on that list. That is absolutely true. I'm glad you brought that up. The world is gonna be tokenized. Uh, Which it wasn't his take back in 2017. Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> no, he was he very against it. it. He he changed it. He saw a big market and he's like gotta capitalize. Yeah, he sees that the Ether ETF is a stepping stone towards tokenization. That's the one. And he really does believe where, the, where it's going. Yeah. That's where it's going. Again, so. I don't like ETH. Mm-hmm. I don't, as an asset itself, mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. It's not great. No, rather get Soul. Soul. Even though Soul has a no market cap, whatever you want to say, great. Mm-hmm. So rather have that. There's another token coming out, say, mm-hmm. same as ETH, but actually better. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about it to really speak on it, but I just, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, yeah, something similar. It's popping. It's, pop, it's starting to pop up now. But what I will say, I do like layer twos on Ethereum. I like Chainlink. Mm-hmm. It's an Oracle. Mm-hmm. You need it. Matic. Matic. Matic's a good one. Matic. Um, uh, damn, there's another one. Phantom. Phantom. Is Phantom on ETH? Uh, we talked about this last episode. I don't yeah, remember in my. Yeah, there's so many coins out there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with this with this uh, whole crypto thing is there's just so many coins. You gotta really like like. If you if you're looking to create a career in crypto, you could actually like specialize within the blockchains themselves, and that I think is just super a testament to like how vast the world of of blockchain and like what three is. I just pulled is. up the ETH ecosystem. These are all the tokens on the ETH ecosystem. Yeah, it's a metric ton. That's all the tokens on the ETH ecosystem. It's a metric ton. Take a take a screenshot of that. <laughs> Why? I just showed it. Okay. <laughs> like I can't even. No, there's way too many. Um, and a lot of those tokens are, well, a lot of them are shit coins for sure. Uh, but there's going to be utility tokens in there, de- decentralized uh, exchanges, uh, yeah, uh, DeFi protocols, just a lot of different things. NFTs. I, the fact that I can't see what's on here. Oh, DAOs. DAOs are definitely a big thing that's going to be Injective growing. Injective is an Ethereum token. It's in the ETH ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And that's RAN. Like, I went from, like, a dollar early in the year, like, 2023, to 40. Wow. It's a 40x jump. Dude, absurd. Yeah. Bitcoin, I think, this market has a potential for, like, 5, 5, maybe 10x. What? 10x is a lot. 5x. What? Let's do some math real quick. Yeah, five. On a, like pretty like top top end. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> and that's Bitcoin. That's something that's already done it a handful of times. It was done more than five five x uh, pre- previous times. So like, I think this is a, probably the last time Bitcoin's going to do something like that. That's what a lot. That's the sentiment in the market. Uh, that this is the last time Bitcoin is going to have a a five x bull run. I I believe it because like it's reaching that point where maturity is starting to slow down. I mean, maturity. It's starting to reach maturity and volatility is starting to slow down. <clears throat> so, all the other coins have like a, all the altcoins definitely have high potentials for 50x returns 100x returns but the risk the amount of risk associated with that is insane you ask anyone who's familiar with like just standard uh, fi- uh finance 
if they're if they think a five x return on an asset within two years, if that's that's a, that's a monster. That's a beast of an asset. I mean, a three percent, a ten percent dip in the stock markets. It's a they're pausing the market. Exactly. Yes, but if you, t- you tell them five five x returns, that's unheard of. That's like Not unfathomable. Yeah, but that's something that's super common in the crypto space. They do that in a day. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, a coin in a day will go three hundred percent. Yeah, it's very Definitely. very likely. Not it's even hesitating. Seen it, seen it before. Seen it more than, more than once. More than once. Yeah. Um, but the fact that Bitcoin has done it so many times already, um, I think this is like the last chance, really, for for anyone yeah, to get in. Like anyone who's been skeptical before and still wants to make a pretty good. Like, not, not in Bitcoin. F- not financial advice. This is not financial advice. This is just stuff that I've seen. We add like a little like disclaimer at the beginning, <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. Not financial advice. <laughs> Not financial advice on I, the intro. <laughs> on the intro. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know what? A little uh, neon sign. <laughs> Not, Not financial, financial advice. advice. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. I think that's a good one. But no, I don't. I wouldn't be buying Bitcoin if you want to make life changing money though. Right now. No. In terms of what's going to perform. No, it's not. I wouldn't consider it life changing money, but I would say it's definitely a good, good ROI. But why buy Bitcoin if you can buy an example? It's higher risk. It's always higher risk. Not that much higher. Do you consider, for an example, do you consider Ethereum that much of a higher risk than Bitcoin? Ethereum itself? No. Okay. Would you consider Solana that much of a higher risk than Bitcoin? No, but then, then again, we're also talking about the the mid-tier like alts like higher cap alts yeah but the, no, no, no. these okay these, i'm saying those that that if it's not, like in the top 50 like you're doing those, those are pretty much safer than but I'm the saying, thousands below that yes but like top 50 for example you get soul so in terms of bitcoin itself mm-hmm. will probably outperform bitcoin and then again also the you notice who you're talking to you're not a maxi, but you're a maxi. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also but like degeneracy runs in my veins to a degree. Like if we're talking to like the 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 standard financial yeah, no, no. people, they're going to be this is this is a ridiculous asset class. Like a lot of people are still super skeptical. We're super early still in the crypto space. Yeah, you're going to get the great a great return on Bitcoin. It's not a doubt. But yeah. if you're looking to make, if you're looking to make, are you here to make great returns? You just go to the stock market. You go to the stock market. Go to the stock market. You can figure it out. If you're going to make, how how Grant likes to say, life-changing money. Yeah. You want some life-changing money. Buy some low caps. Some some life-changing money. Buy some low caps. But that's that's just next level degeneracy. I I also want to... Oh, I'm not buying extreme low caps. That's just just, uh, the crypto uh, casino. I buy Bonk and I get nervous. (laughs) Bonk. Bonk makes me nervous. Yeah. All the all the alts are all the alts all the especially all the meme coins. To me, meme meme coins are. You want to lose money? Just go higher leverage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> meme just coinery, go higher leverage. Meme coinery is just memes. You're trolling yourself. Oh man, those meme coins. They're so, gonna be the death of me. So if you want to have not alpha, but some some good info, currently Bitcoin is riding from the price of thirty three thousand. So where we are right now, it's on a, it's on its tread line. Mm-hmm. Hasn't broken down it, which is that's the fear right now. We're gonna break the tread line and you know go lower, and it's currently keeps on bouncing because it's done it already a couple times. 
it keeps on bouncing respectfully at like the forty one and a half to forty two thousand dollars. Like it just goes boom 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 boom. Just bouncing back. There we may have one more push. So trend line like doesn't like Yes, horizontal. Okay. I mean not vertically not, not vertically, yeah. Yes, trend line. Like okay, diagonally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's that's its current current support. Forty one, forty two? Correct. Yeah. Which if you want to talk. If you if you're looking for some for some talking points. If you from where we were to where it went, it did a from, you know, the wick down. It did fifteen percent. Oh wow. From it's forty nine and like a little bit, forty eight mm -hmm. and a little bit to where it wicked down, which was like forty one and a half, did fifteen percent. Fourteen point nine four. And we're currently from current price, we're down a left 12%. 12. And it's currently using, I think, the 50 MA to, to bounce off of. And that tread line. And I will say, once we lose the that ver that diagonal tread line, that's where we're gonna see the <laughs> the, the, that's the slopes, the, keys, the ski slopes coming in. That's when you want to start getting ready to buy, baby. <laughs> to start, start shredding ice. Which, if also, if Bitcoin goes stagnant for a while, building momentum. Alt season. Alt season. Alt season coming. Then alts will start running, running. I'm sure of it. Well, speaking about alts and like all this, like the stablecoin market cap is rising. Since October, it's up eleven billion dollars, and more money's been. This month alone, it's up four billion dollars. Wow! Yeah, so stable coins are on the rise, and well, it's pretty much the way people like kind of yeah, like exit like, exit positions in the crypto market, yeah, yeah, while still being in in crypto open to like your next move. Your next, yeah, it's also the way you probably get into it. Instead of just buying the asset, you move mm -hmm. some USDT, USDC into the market. Move it on to wherever you want to move yep. it on to. Whatever platform. To get ready to, to just do whatever you're going to do. Start moving stuff. You you mentioned stable coins. Yeah. So this is some, some exciting news. Mm -hmm. Circle mm -hmm. might become. USDC, right? USDC. Mm -hmm. Might become the most valuable company on earth. The most valuable company on earth? It's going to beat Apple? It might. Oh, my. Oh, whoa. That's big news, Julio. That's big news. <laughs> Telling me the biggest company on the world Maybe. is gonna be might potentially be a, a crypto company. Yeah. Wow, what a surprise! <laughs> they're so they're just they're currently <laughs> applying for IPO. Okay. IPO another, another more crypto hitting they're, the market. They, they just currently filed their paperwork to U.S. File. stock exchange is gonna is gonna have a field day with this stuff. That's gonna be a fun one. What well, I don't know if it's gonna get approved or not, but that's irrelevant. I mean, Coinbase is on there. Yeah, but this is a. A currency being pegged to the U.S. dollar. That's that's. So it's a it's a yeah. little it's more skeptical. The reason I say it could be the the biggest, and I heard this on Coin on oh. Coin Bureau. They, on Coin they, Bureau? They, they, they mentioned it, but they essentially said that since because they are they the the way they tether mm -hmm. or peg the dollar to USDC is by holding you a bunch of assets either u.s government debt mm -hmm. bonds whatever yeah all those assets all those assets will continue to be sold we currently have a 34 trillion dollar deficit the only way to make that 
ease the pains by selling more government debt to people. The mm-hmm. biggest, they're currently people not buying at the same rate because our debt's getting so much higher. There's only one person who's gonna really need to buy it, and there'll be companies that offer what a peg to U.S. dollars. To U.S. dollars. So they're not as friendly with Tether, making USDC Circle mm-hmm. a much friendlier option, mm-hmm. giving them either access to bigger lump sums of to buy U.S. debt. Yes. So they're just buying, they're pretty much issuing bonds. The U.S. government's issuing bonds. Well, yeah, but we know that. Yeah. That's how we're covering whatever, mm. everything we have. With that government debt, Circle's allowed to peg more. They have a bigger so money supply. what do they buy? I don't understand. How do they buy that? Well, since bonds give mm-hmm. you a return mm-hmm. every year, mm-hmm. Circle made a billion dollars last year mm-hmm. just off government debt because it has to pay. Mm-hmm. So t- the more they buy U.S. debt, the more money, the more profit they will make on it. They can just buy more debt mm-hmm. continue, and rent and repeat. But what's the risk there? There has to be a risk. The government goes to zero. Oh, <laughs> that's literally it. That's a pretty safe business for for Circle. Uh, yeah. Saying how it's, saying how they're doing business with the U.S. U.S. government. Yes, that's kind of crazy. Also, if you think about it, the reason I said the biggest company in the world is just because we're currently only being pegged to the dollar, mm-hmm. but in the EU, they just stopped. USD stable coins being used there. Mm-hmm. You got these more euro coins. Okay. More euro based stable coins. What do they have to buy to do so? You, now you have to buy your European debt. Mm-hmm. Same way. Take that on. Take that on. So okay. you can do the same peg. Mm-hmm. The more debt you buy. So you're saying you, this circle company might start buying European. No, they're going to have to. They want to, to offer, offer products to the European nations. Well, to offer them a on-ramp and off-ramp mm-hmm. they have to like because yeah. because the eu is not accepting it's not gonna it's gonna block off any ip addresses that are and they're, they're, they're gonna block off us usdc yeah usdc so they're to make it more accessible easier headaches for those that don't want to get into like super degen and like averting all yeah the yeah because yeah, it takes it takes <laughs> some know-how exactly they're gonna go ahead and start they're gonna have to mm-hmm. start borrowing well start buying bonds from the Europe, european union to do that same exact exchange so the more debt they buy the more money the more value they'll have on paper and since all those things have to pay about have to pay their interest like a rate toward at the end of the year or whatever how long those bonds are they're just making more money at the end of it mm-hmm. and plus the ipo and all that fun stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. once they're once that's valued and plus they're gonna have a paper value of whatever they have plus their stock value on top of it not sure if that's 100% accurate, but to that nature. It's like kind of how we value um, Coinbase. Mm-hmm. Like when Brett so closely to the price of Bitcoin, mm-hmm. when that goes up we, or the market goes up, that goes the price up. Of big, yeah. Same, the same idea. That's interesting. Circle's going to be a big player when, if, it, if it manages to... Circle, t- whatever... I say Circle because they're currently applying for IPO and doing everything else, but it could be any... Any company that, that's offering stable coins. Essentially, it, it yeah, could be sure. Tether, but Tether's not as friendly with the U.S. They're more uh-huh. they're not, they're, clear. They're <laughs> they're more on the rebellious side. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Um, I just mean like if if one of these companies and seeing how Circle's the one that's pushing it and like leading the way, if they manage to get an IPO, they're definitely going to be all over the news, like oh, yeah. just moving. Like it's no longer going to be focused like the. The crypto news based on the U.S. stock market isn't going to be focused on Coinbase anymore. 
circles are gonna get some of that like limelight as well. Yeah. And by some, I mean like good portion, especially yeah. especially when like U.S. debt is on the is on there. Yeah, because currently they're not buying like institutions, other governments, other countries are not buying bonds at the same rate they used to, just because mm-hmm. the amount they already have and us being declassified, the de- yeah, being de not declassified, drop down in rank. Mm-hmm. We're from AAA to AA. Okay. In, in credit ranking. Okay. Oh, yeah. That that happened last year, right? Yeah. I remember we talked about so that. So that's also part of the reason. So mm-hmm. Circle's going to be like, I, I need this. <clears throat> like, I'll help. Yeah, this is good for, good for business. Yeah. I see. And on that exact same note, I'm sorry I'm talking so much. No, wait, this is, this is great. Because <laughs> we talked about... This is what we're here for, to talk. <laughs> if we're not talking, what are we doing? Bringing up, like, the band, mm-hmm. like, how they want to stop... The EU wants to stop using USDC. Mm-hmm. India, mm-hmm. St- on their app stores, mm-hmm. removed any non-Indian um, exchange, crypto exchange. Oh, really? So like, From their app store. Okay, so, like, OKCoin, okay Binance. I don't think they already they had... Okay, I don't think OKCoin's okay international, but Binance, Kraken, KuCoin. KuCoin, okay. They're, they're all gone. Like, you can't download it from their app store. Mm-hmm. If you already have it, you have oh, it. Oh, so, like, Google pulled it off from their from Play From their store. Indian Play Store, yes. Oh, wow. And Apple pulled it off from their app, app store. store. Okay, so like if you have any, but like you can still access it if you have like a VPN, I'm assuming. No. Well, no, if you have VPN for sure. No. But what do you mean? Like, it's on the store. You can't get a VPN to put it on the store. No, but you, if you get a VPN, you could go on to like, you, you'll be in a different, in a different city, in a different so country. So the thing, I don't, I, I'm not sure why, but the way it was blocked, mm-hmm. it was blocked within like, you couldn't access it even with the VPN because mm-hmm. it's oh, not wow. on the store itself. Okay, it's crazy. Yeah, but uh, Binance. You can still reach the the website. VPN, William. A VPN. I don't you, know. VPN lets you pretend like you're somewhere else. Maybe, but I'm talking about the store, like the app. Yeah, yeah the actual store. Yeah. Yeah, if you VPN, of course. But but the thing was, it wasn't allowing like, like for example, I, I believe if you already had it downloaded prior, like mm-hmm. it's it still can, on. There. It's still on. There. But it won't let. But it won't work. I'm not sure about that. From what I read, they didn't say that. From what I read, was it was just banned, the app itself. Okay, yeah. So it looks like they got rid of Binance, KuCoin, Hubi, OKX, Kraken, Gate.io, Mexi, Bitfinex, and Bittrex. All of them. Yeah, a whole bunch of. And And it was due to uh, the Finance Financial Intelligence Unit. Yeah, FIU. FIU. uh, Saying that they are not... uh, Withholding are uh, uh, not up to money laundering codes that yeah. they have. Okay. Damn, India. India took a big blow with that then. Uh, oh. Yeah, so it says uh, on this article that I found uh, that Binance does let you... Uh, you can't get into Binance if you use a VPN. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason, OKX and KuCoin were not, uh, not accessible. That's interesting. I wonder how that works. But yeah, it looks like some people can, some people can't. Get yeah, that's why I wasn't. I know Binance works because Binance um, released a thing mm-hmm. saying like you guys still have access. It's just you have to do some finicking. Okay, and like so, like that—that's new, recent. Yeah, I happened like last week, three days oh, ago. Wow. Well, maybe like from the time of this article, like five days ago. Okay, but like then the they only uh, got rid of the international exchanges. All the Indian exchanges are still 
are still the ones that are money laundering compliant, like to mm-hmm. update yeah, their codes and everything, are, are good to go. Are good to go. So like okay. it makes sense for like Mexi and all these other accounts because mm-hmm. some of them don't require KYC. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah, like Mexi doesn't require KYC as long as you're not in a country that that restricts them. Yeah, essentially, mm-hmm. which that has been an issue because <clears throat> some some VPNs don't ping right and like they can decide to freeze or block your account. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Once they see like, oh, you're not. It's a you're thing. It doesn't always happen. Doesn't necessarily have to happen, but it is a. For me, it does happen. Yeah, of course. Which again, well, I don't know why they would do that. For the most part, from what I've seen is they do because then the they would get charged in that country uh, with heavy fees and fines for money uh, laundering. Maybe even so to the point where the CEO might get arrested. Nah, I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, potentially it's like, oh, you're you're committing money. Nah, because they don't know. They're like, no, it pinged. They're like maybe you travel to the U.S. You don't know. <clears throat> yeah. Because also, like, if you travel to a country, mm-hmm. your VP, your actual address is there. Is there? You download it, and you get it. And you, you won't be able it. to access it. There's no KYC. No, but you won't be because of because of the the ping being from the country. No, no I'm saying is if you're within, for example, mm-hmm. Berlin, huh? Berlin, no. Germany. Germany. I think Germany. You, 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 if you're in Germany mm-hmm. and you download Mexi, mm-hmm. you can use it. Okay, but then you go to Canada. You can't. Correct. That's but you go to Mexico, you can use it. Because mm-hmm. there's no... okay. The, it's just, it's it's just location-based. It's location-based, mm-hmm. and you can use it. Mm-hmm. But then, then you go to Argentina, you can use it. But then if you go, like, okay, but, like, my if reason it, my reason being is, like, okay, let's say you're, 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 you're in Canada, and you're using, or you're in America, and you're using these VPNs to try to get over No, there. I know, but I'm saying you're, like, if you're then, physically then, traveling, yeah. it will also not let you use it. Oh, so that okay. I see what you mean. That's so what like, I mean. You're, you're actually so like, like, why are they banning your account if you if you I can just, physically be actually, actually traveling be to the country? I see what you mean. Use it, download, and then travel to another country, and it's mm-hmm. not allowed to be. Yeah, it's like, I mean, like you're actually, just traveling. You're just going from one place. You're a digital nomad. You're doing your thing. Exactly. That's what I meant. Like, not, I see. Not the person using a VPN. I mean, yeah. like, I have to travel. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. I see. I absolutely see what you mean. Like as as a company, if you're not if you're not doing this whole thing, then be cautious of the fact that people could be moving around just because it's they they show up in another country one day doesn't mean that they're that's my, that was my laundering. i see what you mean i absolutely understand where that's coming from 100 percent. which of course since these companies are not u.s regulated they can i will say it fuck with you mm-hmm. a little harder with less repercussions since the u.s can't like you don't got the big dogs what being in, in yeah like it's harder for if it was a u.s um exchange mm-hmm. just an annual access yeah you can full-on you can make a full-on court case mm-hmm. you can't if it's in if they're registered in another country yeah no, no? Too, too difficult i was just saying more so like it was probably that these people were trying to avoid no 100 percent. Right? I'm, I'm not yeah but also you're not you're you're kyc friendly you're mm-hmm. like you don't uh, yeah so, like, like, so why why why, why stop you, it? Why are you being so? Why are you being so stingy for? Yeah. You're not. You don't require KYC. Yeah, yeah, like su- you have a limit of ten. Of I think it was. It's 10, like you're being 000. super chill the other day. Was was the issue? What's the issue? <laughs> so the what's the issue? You're still taking my fees. Like you're still <laughs> taking the fees. Why do you care? He's like you're still making money. No. Yeah. It's like let me just transact, man. That's funny. Um, Damn, bro, souls back up. We talked about Celestia a while ago, right? Yes. Uh, Tia. Tia. Tia's at twenty bucks right now. Tia's pumping. I have it here. 
So I learned something about the creator of, of Tia. Yeah, Tia's at 20 dollars. M- Mustafa Al-Bassam. What's up with the homie? That guy is a badass. Complete and utter just all over the place. He was very active in... Wow, dude. He's he's a hacker. A hacker. Dude. Like a... Like <laughs> Want to see Tia's weekly chart? Show me. Show me. Whoa. It's only up. It's only up. It hasn't been out for long. No. Two, three, four, five. Like, what, three months? Yeah. Uh, October 30th. Yeah. So the the dude... Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude was a hacker for Anonymous and he and a co-founder for one of the bigger hacking groups called uh, uh, Lowell's, Lowell's at Enon. Uh, my bad, Lowell's Sec. Uh, a, like, a spinoff from Anonymous. Uh, the Lowell's Sec was like the big, the people who, who hacked uh, Sony back in 2011. I don't know if you remember that. I don't. Yeah, it was a super big hack at the time. Oh, I do remember the hack. Yeah, super big thing where like so a bunch of like files got compromised. That he was he was the guy who like pretty much he was part of. Yeah, he was part of that. He was part of the group at that time. Mm-hmm. And he, he he co-founded that group. Anonymous? No, not anonymous. It was a spin-off from Anonymous. He okay. was he was a big player in Anonymous and he co-founded this mind you. He was 16 at this time. What? Yeah, super young dude like in high school. How old is he now? Uh, I don't know how old he is. Early 30s at the most? Yeah, he shouldn't be too old. I can search it up. But he was denied access from, like, the internet for, like, two years. Um, He he got caught? Yeah, apparently you can't do that anymore. Uh, Yeah, he got caught. Uh, You can't do what? Like, okay, so if a hacker gets caught hacking, Mm -hmm. um, like, doing illegal stuff, Mm -hmm. part of their punishment before was like oh once you come out of prison you can't use the internet for two years or x amount of time like you can't have access to it but seeing how the internet's so proficient nowadays and like you you literally can't operate without the internet you have to use it yeah they they kind of took that rule off but they made like other things like oh he was saying like if you throw away a computer you have to report it to your, your parole officer if you buy a new computer you have to report it to your parole officer all your communication cannot be encrypted has to be unencrypted communication he's about 29 years old okay january 1995 yeah. so 28 25 he, his birthday's this month sometime happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> um he also hacked into the cia apparently yeah uh he's but a wild boy but he, so like the thing is he was i was watching this video an interview that he did and um the hacks that they were doing in in lulz and lulz sec Mm-hmm. was very simple hacks. It's like, he's like, I'm not a master hacker. I'm just finding out stupid things that these people are doing in their, and like, like bad code. Like really bad. Yeah. Like that's, that's literally what he said. He's like the first hack that he did, I think he was like when he was like six or nine years old, super what? young where he, he, cause he was learning how, how to code and stuff. And he was looking for a calculator and then he pulled up a calculator on a computer on the internet. And then since he already had like a base knowledge, he's like, Oh, I wonder if he could do uh this thing uh, called S- SQL injection. Mm-hmm. Type some code into the the to calculator, calculate. and he got into like the computer's like the the program's access, and like started fucking around in there. So then he was like, yeah, from a very young age, he was like doing breaking bad secu- like very simple security measures yeah. that can be placed super easily. That's why they call it a little sec. It's like this. We're not doing anything crazy. Yeah, we're not. You're doing just any- doing bad code. Exactly. You're just doing bad security practice. So. Uh, he ended up stopped doing that, and now he's he worked on Celestia, and that yeah, Celestia is like as you said, you just said is, is absolutely pumping. 
Yeah, it's been a rocket ship. It's also going to hold this price most likely because they're currently like they have their very big airdrop in the uh, Cosmos. Mm-hmm. I think it's Cosmos ecosystem. Okay. And they're just like, you have to stake Celestia to get their airdrops. So a lot of Celestia is also going to get locked up. Celestia, I was looking at Celestia because I, I wasn't super informed at it, on it, but it looks pretty decent. It looks like it's a just an easier way for people to to run up blockchains using this like shared data model that they're doing uh they call it uh data availability uh data availability network that like people running full nodes just add information to this to this network and then if you want to like create like your own client a light node you just get a bit of the mm-hmm. information that you need and then run that um so it's supposed to be like relatively user friendly uh for people yeah. using SDKs which is a software uh development kits for for Cosmos, Solana, yeah, like it, it, Ava, it yeah. interacts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it is part of the Cosmos ecosystem, same as Kuji. Oh, and Injective. Yeah, so it seems like a pretty cool... Um, so they're calling it a layer zero blockchain. Okay. Where it's like kind of like right before the blockchain, it's just like information lays here, and then like the blockchain just starts coming in as people start building on top of it. So seeing how he had such a proficient history in like tech, he's only 29 years old. Yeah. And at the age of 16 was hacking into the CIA's website. Because, oh, what happened with the CIA was he just took down their website. Like he changed it. Yeah, he changed it. Um, He was involved in like some like some hack that went went on like in Egypt during like some war over there. It's like crazy stuff. Hackers are insane. You do not want to mess with a hacker. Like a that's crazy. Yeah. So you want to talk about someone else who's kind of cool? Uh, yeah. We like him. We like him. We f- we, we like, like him. we rock with him left and right. It's, it's the Prezi from Argentina. <laughs> uh, Millay, Millay, Javi, Javier. Oh yeah, Javier. <laughs> He's like, what? I'm like, what? He's like, I'm what? like, wait. Oh yeah, his name's Javier. <laughs> so. He's kind of doing a little bit of a wild experiment. Mm-hmm. So, a coin bureau tweeted this. A bit of a wild experiment. Everything, everything is. is everything kind of is doing kind of a wild experiment for the most part. But this one's more. This is to me is more of a real experiment. Okay. Argentinian President Javier Milei will reportedly allow the country's provenance to create their own currencies. Ah, that's very interesting. That's kind of wild. That's that a wild is experience. wild. That is wild. Coming from a president of a country, essentially, is like every little provenance will mm-hmm. have its own, can create its own currency to mm-hmm. run in within a within it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I see it, but at the same time, I'm not sure how to work. I'm skeptical because because we already have previous experience with that. Who Miami Coin? Miami Coin is a small province that was trying to operate its own thing. It wasn't used. Like there wasn't enough it, people accepting it. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. I'm Not just, even within the own its own provenance. I agree. I agree. That's why I'm like I'm skeptical on it. I'm I'm hopeful because like that that's cool. Like, like that that shows to me a, a form of creating micro communities where people are more in touch with the people in their community. So I think it's a good thing. My thing is I I saw one implementation of it and it didn't work. I think it was also done wrong. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, that's another argument. I 100%. Hey, we jumped on the bandwagon. We lost our asses. Oh, tanked. Absolutely tanked. We're still holding. We're still holding. We, Miami, Miami, we're, Miami we're, we're here. Three, we're 305s till we die. 
We don't got 305 area codes on our phones, though. <laughs> that doesn't exist, really. Or still holding. Yeah, 305 is a landline no- number, apparently. Like the know. majority the majority of 305s are landlines. Are landlines. Interesting. Mm-hmm. For still holding, just in case We're it makes still, a comeback. No. We got faith in the country. In our, so, in our, in our country of Miami. <laughs> I think it could, like you said, interesting project. It couldn't work if the infrastructure is built around it and makes and is made user-friendly. Yeah, so like... Or like implement he got because he okay so he got rid javier Millier got rid of the national centralized bank did he get rid of it already or he says in this to like get dissolve rid of it. it he wants to dissolve it yeah but i don't think it's dissolved yet okay well i think he's in the process okay i i i'd, I'd have to check but if he if he's trying to dissolve the central like he he's trying to make every country every city every province what was it called province province uh of argentina like its own little nation yeah. It's like it's a little so my main thing would be is like how would you communicate your currency with the other what's the exchange rate like that that's a that's a difficulty that comes along with it um because now it's like everything's more, <clears throat> it's more decentralized so in the sense like oh yeah each community gets to control their assets more more so than like having to c- come to a consensus with everybody but like there's as a country I don't know how they're going to be commu- like doing imports and exports with other nations. Like another nation who's trying to do business with Argentina aren't going to look for what's what's a city no, in but Argentina. No, they still accept dollars and yeah, and Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, yeah. So as I said, it's a fun experiment. Yeah. No, I'm just someone curious. has to do it. I'm curious as to how it's. Yeah, I'm excited for it. The country has not, the, the country has the least to lose right now is is Argentina. True that. So it's like. <laughs> It's like what's what? What do we have to lose? Is what do we? Yeah, like might as well give it a shot. Yo, some baller thing I heard him say on Tucker Carlson when he was interviewed. I don't. I didn't watch the interview. I watched this clip. I'm gonna probably watch the interview. Tucker Carlson interviewed <coughs> Javier Milley. Yep. Okay. Was it in English or in Spanish? Tucker had like a headset on. Okay. That could have been um, translated. Yeah, yeah, that's normal. That that that. <laughs> that's new technology we got now. No, it's not new. Not like oh, rel- new in the sense of like it's it's it, more common. <laughs> Like it was, it was in ten years ago. It probably mm-hmm. sucked. Yeah, yeah, it was not good. Now it's like now it's like pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. And essentially, was Javier was telling uh, um, Tucker, he's like, "So are you going to be doing business with like communist countries or social?" He goes, "Nope." He's like, "No, nope. we're not talking to China. We're not talking to Putin. We're not talking to this point. We're not talking like if you are a he's been essentially saying like if you're a communist country, socialist country, we're not. We don't mess with you." Mm-hmm. We're only going to be messing with people who share the same and similar values as we do. If you don't share that, we don't need to do business. I'm all for that. I heard that. And I I'm all for that. That's how. That's the thing is. That's how I spend my money. If 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 I see a country uh, a company that's like, oh, you like sustainability, you know what? You got good products. Yeah, let's do business. I was like, dude. Especially that's... if it's a if it's a company that's not that doesn't align with like moral values. I don't want to like support them because like. Bro, you're just gonna you're gonna mess everything up, dude. I heard that. and I was like, dude, that's what's up. That's putting your 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 dollars your, to 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 work. That's putting your, your money where his mouth is too. Yeah, exactly. If he really does and holds up to it, a hundred percent. Now you can call him crazy all this, but if he's truly doing these things that you would find brave or valiant or like a true mm-hmm. leader, like yeah, he may be crazy in this sense, mm-hmm. but he's like he's a better president or a better leader than. Mm-hmm. Others, currently even our own. Currently, yeah. currently, even our own. Maybe in the future, maybe even better than him. He hasn't been president for long, so. Exactly. 
I mean, but we like what we see so far. We'll yeah, so far, happens. so far, absolutely, I, I agree. Um, it's definitely being taking big risks, but it's like you said, in a country like that, it's like the risks are worth are worth it. What's the risk? Because there's, nothing, there's nothing to lose. Defaulting? You're already You've there. already done it a handful of times. So I was like, what's another one? Yeah. So last one from Argentina news. Damn, Argentina's showing up. Argentina marks the first Bitcoin denominated rental agreement. Oh, really? The tenant will settle a monthly payment of 100, I think it was like Argentina pesos or dollars worth of Bitcoin to the landlord via um Fwin wind national uh central exchange payments will be will be made to a designated address during the first five days of each month mm-hmm. that's cool that's cool that's the first rental agreement being paid in bitcoin 100 bucks bobby 100 bucks Alex. that's all you need to live in argentina a month i think i might have to move you can afford that yeah i could afford 100 bucks i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah no 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 argentina argentina well i'm i'm looking i'm looking at these two countries argentina and el salvador they seem like they're fun i think argentina is funner you i think argentina has a much more at least a president who's more in the public in my humble opinion uh-huh than, than, than the other one mm-hmm. and is argentina safe though is el salvador really that safe uh, uh, safer now <laughs> sure <laughs> But I think it's it's one of the. He's more spunky. I might have to look into Argentina. I might have to look into Argentina. Oh, there's one more thing about Argentina. I think. Let okay. me do some memory. Okay. I remember one more thing. Two things. One more. Okay. The last one. Okay. Because last one we can move on. Last one we can move on from Argentina. Okay. Uh, there's no rush. He offered anyone who declares a Bitcoin early a five percent tax, versus those who. Um, do it at a later date that like the date that was set to be scheduled a, they're going to be charging 15% tax versus the early people who will be charged 5% for the mm. Bitcoin a lot of comments on that was like what if you just don't 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 report any of don't it don't report any of it then, then what are you going to do then <laughs> yeah it's like damn I'm not against not reporting you do you whatever you want it's like that's a risk that you're going to have to you're take. taking yeah that's up to you that's on you but that was also something yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, El Salvador said that. Uh, Is he old tender? Bukele said like, if you have Bitcoin, then zero taxes. Yeah, on Bitcoin. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But, but was, those two countries are are definitely gonna get uh, some attraction. I gotta look into the the Argentinian landscape. It's all about the land. Oh, it's just as fungible as as Bitcoin. Yeah. Last one. Last one. This was about the limited in supply, not fungible. Fungibility is a different topic, apparently. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Let me let me verify. another another one for Argentina. No, we're gonna. We're, I'm gonna start a counter. <laughs> you have any crypto news? Um, I got a little bit of crypto news. It's nothing crazy, but it has some uh, culture to it. Oh. Some mainstream culture. The the very famous comedian. You like comedy, right? He's a very famous. Yeah, he's very famous. He's oh, you're gonna go. <laughs> he's very, he's very famous. He wants to talk about something he didn't watch. <laughs> I watched the movie. Oh, you watched it? Yeah. Okay, so uh, this guy, <laughs> you might know him. His name's Kevin Hart. One of the biggest touring comedians at the time, at the <laughs> at the moment. Uh, he's uh, in this movie. Uh, the Netflix just dropped. I think they dropped it like three days ago. Yeah, the heist. Hi- Lift. Lift. Yeah. My fault. 
Yeah, this guy watched the movie. Doesn't even know what it's yeah, called. Pay attention to the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's called Lift. So, uh, what's what's the movie about? If just you watched it, you want to give us a quick like. Do you? Spoiler. Okay, no no spoilers then. Or I don't know how to explain to you movie without spoiling, and I don't know what's a spoiler and what's not a spoiler. Okay, well, it's a heist movie. Yes, that's not a spoiler. No, that's not a spoiler. It's literally a movie where they're committing heists. Uh, but no, they're not. Just two heist. Sure. Okay, so from what I've seen, the first twenty minutes. You didn't see the first twenty. Minutes. From what I, from what I've like, from what I've like seen, like like about read. about the movie. Yes, not I didn't watch the movie. I just from what I've heard about the movie, the first twenty minutes has to do with uh, a non fungible token heist with a real world asset attached. Yes. With a real world asset attached, so whoever owns the non fungible token owns the, the real world asset. Not exactly. Not exactly. This is why you have to spoil this, the movie. This, okay, I see. I see. But don't listen. If you haven't watched the movie, you want to watch it. I'm gonna spoil it. Okay, I was just gonna leave it. <laughs> I was just gonna leave it at that. No, no we're just like we're doing spoilers. We're gonna spoil it. <laughs> so okay, come back in a few minutes though. I'll make sure. I'm, I'm gonna put the the, the spoiler alert. Yeah. Marlito, spoiler alert right here. Okay, <laughs> no, spoiler was, alert. Beep s- beep. I was gonna put that at the end of the chapters as like end of spoiler. Yeah, but you have Marlito just Continue. flash it, and then we're not we're at the end of it. We're gonna have Marlito flash. No more spoilers. No more spoilers. <laughs> not yet. I, th- I got you. Okay. So movie starts off. They're doing a heist. Mm-hmm. They're doing. They're gonna steal an. They're gonna steal within. They're gonna heist in an auction house. Mm-hmm. What they're. What he didn't heist it. He technically bought it for twenty million dollars. Okay. Was he bought a mask, a mm-hmm. giant mask full of cameras, and that's gonna capture whatever you want it to capture. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna be in the NFT itself, so it's gonna be a like you know the videos when they first started for the NFTs mm-hmm. that of the actual asset. So the owner gets to have that NFT of whatever he wants it to be, and he's gonna be within the NFT itself. Okay. So he just buys that, and then the heist part is he also at the same time kidnapped the creator of it. Okay. So that then they can go ahead and sell one of the Van Goghs they stole. So then some, what? I'm following. I'm trying to follow. It's just it seems, the thing is with heist movies is there's so many moving parts. It's like yeah. there's this affects that and then that affects this. So, so like yeah. So they're stealing. They bought the, the they the, bought. So they didn't steal the actual. They didn't steal it. Okay. They, they technically bought the painting because we're they're okay. with the guy who created it because mm-hmm. they kidnapped him. The guy who created it. Yes. Okay. Which is Wong. Okay. From Spider Man. <laughs> Which is hilarious. I didn't know that. That's a, that's a big spoiler. <laughs> so they kidnapped him. They took him onto a yacht, partied their butt off, mm-hmm. had a great time. Then they break it to him. After like, they kidnapped him? Yes. Okay. And they transfer him $20 million. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, oh, by the way, I need to get this painting to sell it because that's the way we're going to pay you for what we <laughs> <laughs> Which is Van Gogh they stole. That's funny. Then yeah. from there... Time issues. Then from there does that. And then Interpol is involved... With mixed with CIA mm. to like go get this mafia dude because mm-hmm. he, he's moving like half a billion worth of gold and they want to steal the gold. Steal the gold. Like Interpol wants to steal the gold mm-hmm. so they, they can take down this guy's empire. Okay. But the guy he's working for is like a real like poof, poof, killer. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so it's a heist of like they're bad guys and they're going to help the good guys. Mm-hmm. Like okay. steal the gold. I see. Uh, I, I see. I see now. Okay. And it's infancy. Well, if you want to read up on on some of this, watch the movie. <laughs> watch the movie. So no sure. more spoilers. No, no more spoilers. Well, 
in, in when when I was reading up on 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 the lift uh, movie, I'm reading up on it, bro. It's a fucking movie. Bro, you couldn't watch it because it wasn't that I couldn't watch the movie. It's just like, oh, the news to me was that oh, there's an NFTs involved in a movie that Kevin Hart is in on Netflix. That was the news. So that was the headline, and that's what I was looking at. It's not that I didn't watch the movie. I just haven't watched the movie. I just heard about this movie. Okay, attacking me for not watching the movie, please. So. I found out there's this thing that Netflix has. It's uh, like a subsite called Tudum, where they just post Netflix post articles on their shows and their movies and things going on within the Netflix platform, which is super like interesting. I never heard of this. Like it's I saw Netflix.com slash Tudum. That's T U D U M, and then they have like articles and stuff. That was interesting to me, but that's one use. But on top of that, like that just reminded me of this whole thing that I was going through uh, while watching uh, another series on Netflix about the whole Tudum that uh, I think I haven't seen it anywhere on the internet, at least. And I think I know where that came from. The what? The the like so like the, the in, Netflix intro? Yeah, the Netflix intro. Yeah, yeah. So like, and Netflix pop, pops up and then the noise goes. Tum. Yeah. I was watching. I still haven't finished it. Getting there, but uh, it's a very old. Is he a trend here? What trend, William? What trend? Next time about things he hasn't even watched or finished. I have to hate on you at some point. It has nothing. Okay, nonetheless, because this part I did watch. Fair enough. <laughs> um, it's this very old show. I think it stopped airing in 2018 i wonder why it stopped airing <laughs> you know why it stopped airing why did it stop airing because they got rid of the main character i wonder why they got rid of him <laughs> you know why they got rid of the main character I don't know <laughs> okay well he might be on the list <laughs> well um in this show if you haven't guessed it already it's called house of cards <laughs> um the the main character uh, francis underwood does this thing Kevin Spacey Kevin Spacey yes <laughs> so that's the main a- actor right um, at the end of season 2 I think this is I think Netflix was trying to keep this on the DL because it's Kevin Spacey at the end of season 2 there's this like whole like thing that he does uh, throughout the show If you want some back lore to that, well, first of all, I thought that was interesting. But like the back lore to that is like someone on the show asked him, he's like, oh, why do you do that? And he goes, oh, my father. I picked up from my father. Um, it was like he he says, always tap your knuckles on the on the table. So it it hardens your knuckles so you don't like break them if you ever have to get in a fight. Makes them harder. And then on top of that, you get like the second added benefit of knocking on wood every time you do it. So it's like good luck. But like his father's like a whole hypocrite thing, and it's like he never did it himself. In the movie, yeah, or in the in the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, in the show. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I don't think at Netflix is. I don't think anyone has ever talked about it. I haven't seen it anywhere. But like the whole Tadum thing comes from that from that exact moment. And the reason why they're trying to keep it down is because Kevin Spacey is the one who did it. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I thought that was a little uh, conspiracy conspiracy theory, <laughs> conspiracy corner. Yeah. But yeah, that's that was just a little thing that they like. I was like, oh, there's a little Netflix role going on. Uh, Kevin Hart, Netflix NFTs, cool. 
and I was like, let me let me get on this conspiracy thing just so I can let it out. I saw that I saw that like a few weeks ago, so I was like, oh, I want to talk about this at some point, maybe. And I was like, and he did. And now you feel satisfied? I feel super satisfied, William. This is why I do. <laughs> this is why I do this podcast, just so I could uh, vocalize my. That's what's up. My inner thoughts. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. Man. But yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy crazy week for crypto. India. And you're blocking these, these uh, international exchanges, ETFs, everyone ex- exiting Grayscale. You got anything else for us, William? Nah, just watch out for for Bitcoin losing that at the current time. Yeah, like that forty thousand level to forty one. Exit, exiting the trend line. Yeah, leaving that trend line. So if you want to make your, I mean, if you want to make your yourself, it starts on. Friday, 27th, October, and you run it all the way to the top, essentially. Respectfully? Uh, the weekly. On any hour. On, it, on any hour. Four hour, it one hour weekly. Four, yeah. Four Doesn't matter. It'll, it'll give you a very similar trend line. Watch out for that trend line. We're still holding it. Once we lose it, hold on for dear life. <laughs> Get ready to huddle. Get ready to huddle. Anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. I'm, I'm just, got nothing else. I don't think so. Thank you, guys. That's all the crypto info you brought this week. <laughs> no, I thought you were. I thought you know for a second. I thought you were going to say you're not going to say anything to to the listeners. Like, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah. We hope to bring you better information. As always, as always, we appreciate you guys for making it this far through. If you made it this far, you we love you so much, so so much. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, follow us on socials, share, share, tell everybody about this podcast because uh, we got the sauce. We got a sauce. We got a sauce. We got. I don't know sauce. if it's the sauce, but we, we got, got a sauce. We got our sauce. <laughs> we do got that. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but <laughs> that was funny. But it's, you know, it's been another week of your favorite crypto podcast. Sometimes crypto, the unscripted crypto podcast. <laughs> hey yo.